Hello, it's us, the podcast of Stav, Abby and Matt. Uh, I'm just flicking through. Don't forget you can give us reviews, by the way. We spoke yesterday about reading out the reviews pre the podcast. Do we still want to do that or do we want to make people sit through to the I end? I wasn't actually here when you had that discussion, so. <laughs> uh, I think at the end. All right, we'll do it at the end. Big show today. We finally uh, got to play you a conversation that our legal team has been combing over for a week. Yes. Uh, one of the Irish gypsies that were the scourge of the nation for a while here in Australia. We had a few people that found love in traffic. Yeah. Being rear-ended. Yeah. And finding love in Who traffic. Thought? <laughs> uh, let's get it on. Here we go. Here's the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Our golden girl of the pool. Stephanie Rice. She's going to get another one. Celebrity Apprentice, Stephanie Rice. Stephanie Rice, you are a sensation. Uh, this girl, she's teamed up with Veggie Delights for the new vegan-friendly range because she's a vegan herself. Stephanie Rice is uh, on the air this morning. Hey, Steph. Hey, how are you? Oh, it's good to be talking to you. And I was just reading up about you as well, um, saying about how everything you thought you were doing right was probably wrong recently. (laughs) (laughs) With what? I know, yeah. Well, things have changed a lot since being an athlete. So you have to, like, really create, like, new beliefs, new stories and try new things. Like, as in what, like, getting drunk on a Wednesday because you don't have to get up for training? eating. She was saying that she was a vegan. She was eating all the foods that she thought was right and then Ah, it ends up, you know, yeah. Yeah, well, also, I mean... When I was training, I was had so many people around me, like nutritionists and people advising me on what to do because it was a performance-based food philosophy, I guess. Uh, yeah. Whereas, like, then finishing sport, it was more about, okay, like, what do I enjoy? What makes me feel good? What foods do I, like, enjoy eating? And that really was, like, a self-discovery process. Um, and so now being fully vegan, I could, like, I definitely feel the best that I've ever felt before. I feel like, too, um, we haven't, because we used to chat to you quite regularly. And then you Where kinda, have you been, Yeah, where Steph? have you been, Steph? You. Where have I been? Um, I've been in Brisbane. No, I, um, I have been doing, like, a lot of work. For me, I feel like I've had... Um, a real big, like, two years of growth work. Mm. So, like, figuring out, like, what I want to do and then actually creating that. Do you get a lot of, oh, well, now you're free, get married, get kids, <laughs> do all, go on, get into it? Um, some people go straight into having a family and doing all of that. Like, for me, that required having a boyfriend, which didn't happen until about a year ago. So, um, so it's, it's right sort of like what a about now? <laughs> well, yeah, I'd love to have a family one day, but, like, I don't think that's now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think it's also important to be in the right frame of mind to go into having a family because it's like a dedication. Like, it's like 10 years or something you've got to put into that. <laughs> so I want to grow first, like, my own business. I've just launched my mentoring program. I'm really enjoying doing, like, campaigns and supporting companies that I really believe in and believe in the messages yeah. of. Just so, so you know, too, Steph, um, you, you, can't, you can't get rid of them at 10. 10. <laughs> yeah, you've got to let them hang legally, around. It's Look, like 18. I was definitely underestimating. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just <laughs> No, you're an athlete. You do everything faster. It's fine. It's Steph years, guys. It's very different than your normal years. Are you a little bit edgy this time of year, I guess, well, with Commonwealth Games? Do you feel like you just wish you were still being out there competing? Or no, you be doing if stuff? anything, I'm like, oh, it's Commonwealth Games coming up. Like, I, I don't follow <laughs> so much what's happening. Um, but it's different this year just because it's in Queensland yeah. and, like, I'm a Queenslander, so I've definitely gotten a lot more, I guess, interested in it. Um and, it, like, my first home games was in Melbourne, so it's, like, I don't know, it's nice to have it back in Australia, and um, I'm definitely looking forward to watching it, but I don't necessarily follow, mm. like, swimming or sport like I did when I was competing. Um, I follow individual athletes, uh, but I don't necessarily follow the, the sport as a whole. Is it true that when you get to the, uh, the village, heaps of condoms get handed out to all the athletes? I, well, that was definitely in the Olympic village. I'm not sure if it's... In com- I presume it would be the same. They'd have to. They couldn't go, hey, we don't think the Commonwealth yeah, yeah, athletes yeah, are as attractive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Um, I think it's also like maybe a liability thing. Like they just want to like yeah, protect right. everyone. Um, but it's like, I feel like it's, for people to wrap their head around it, like it's so serious, the like village environment 
whilst you're competing. Like, mm. it is, like, full-on army kind of regulation style, I would imagine. Um, and then when you finish, it's, like, the biggest party. It's, like, schoolies. Um, oh, okay. And so it's kind of like they just want to prepare you for the schoolies element of... No, <laughs> I know what you're saying. You're saying it's all zero, everyone does their races, and then everyone knows after the closing ceremony. Like, it's, it's orgy over. time. Yeah, It's, it's time old. for the orgy. Yeah. I have maybe not so much com games because there's a lot still going on, but definitely um, as an Olympic athlete, you prepare four years for that. Mm. So it's like I haven't really like gone out and have had fun and mm. had like much to drink and do any of that stuff until you finish competing at an Olympic year, and then it's like four years till the next thing. So you definitely want to be able to let your hair down. Yeah. No, I remember. I think you were probably one of the most photographed um, girl after the Olympic Games because anyone oh, you no, remotely it was like the worst thing to? ever. It was yeah. so bad. I just remember feeling like, oh my god, I've had my first drink in like six months, and so of course, like it just hit me so much harder and then having to back up and do all these interviews and it was just like oh my gosh so much pressure (laughs) do you still speak to because i remember you were befriended uh, a, a lot of the american swimmers do you still speak to any of them yeah, I'm still really good friends with all the athletes. In fact, that's probably the thing I miss most about not competing is like not having that international meet every year where you all come together and get to like meet again and be friends. It's really hard to keep those friendships when you don't ever see them, um, especially in, you know, like I have no nothing in common with any of them anymore where we would actually get a chance to meet up. So that's like probably the sad part is you lose a huge circle of friendship when you finish sport. Yeah, right. Well, uh, I tell you what, stuff all that now. You don't need to worry about it because you've got veggie delights and then you <laughs> vegan friendly range to snack on if you throw a party. A very nice plug there. As always, a pleasure, Stephanie Rice. Uh, nice to talk to you this Thank morning. You, Thanks Han. for calling so us. So great to talk to you again. Yeah, absolutely. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. 13-10-60, that's the number for first calls. Hi, Jenny, you're on the air. Good morning, how are you all? We're good. good. What do you want to talk about today? Well, I have been married to three different wonderful men at different points in my life. Mm -hmm. Lucky you. Every single... Oh, yeah, yes. True. <laughs> uh, particularly the last one, I've kept him. Well done. Um, the uh, the three of them all not in the shower. Mm. That big sportsman shot. And guess who's the silly bunny who cleans it? Yeah, yeah. See, Jenny, that's why I hate it that's because gross. often you do not find it, and it goes down. I know. Often you go into the shower and you you can see it on the glass, and that's yes. not okay. No, in our defence, okay. we look for it. And we, yep. f- we feel like we get most of it, but I have, a couple of days later, been shampooing and turned around and gone, oh, that's where it went. And you just you just, flick, you just pick it off. You Can just I ask you off. what was wrong with if I leave the tissues right by the shower? <laughs> why you couldn't tissues just, in the shower. No, why couldn't you just do it before you get in the shower or after and put that down the toilet? The warm water loosens it all up and it's too late. Your hands are wet. Gross. Just gross. Oh, really you gross. do it too. We act- Girls I do never. it. Maddie, <laughs> oh, stop whatever. telling us what we do. I can put my hand on my heart and say, you I've never us, done it. You tell girls, tell guys you know, what they do all the time. Yeah, wrong. But no, I've never, ever done it. <laughs> no, me either. Thanks, Jenny. Right. Right. He doesn't believe us. No, I we get together. That's what girls do in the toilets when we all go together. We all go, oh, let's. Well, sometimes. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> If we shorten down that video, <laughs> what you just did looks very illegal. Hey, Kay, in Waterford, what do you want to talk about in first calls? I just wanted to say that um, I think it's completely okay for them, for them to do it. I have, um, my dad does it, my husband does it, I don't. Hmm. I don't think it's okay for girls. That's a little bit sexist, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. My, <laughs> my hubby does it and... Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think there's anything really wrong with it. I think it's most folks, I would assume, would do it. I would much rather see them do that than see them with their finger halfway up their nose. And, That's true. And Here's one for you then, ladies, then, because you're saying oh, it's not right for uh, women to do it. It is called the sportsman's blow, and this is the age yeah. of equality. What about the, uh, <laughs> the the waffles, the women's AFL team? Can they do I, it on the field? Well, is there a well, need why for not? it? Is there why a need not? for it? You know, well, you can't pick your nose well, on the field. Yeah, and you don't I have the agree, time to I agree with you, Go get a hanky. Yep. So if you've got snot, you'd have to, that's, why it's, that's why it's a sportsman's blow, because they do it I on the field. Maybe I just don't have a snot issue. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. So like maybe that's just, it's never been, I've never been cursed with that. Uh, I'm overly snotty. That is true. Jessica, 
you're you're with Abby. You don't like it. A hundred percent. It makes me feel physically sick. It is disgusting. Mm. Yeah. So what do you do if you if you've got one that's in there a bat tickling in the cave there oh, and God. you've really you got to get rid of it and you know you're far away from a tissue what do you do a baby wipe a bit yes. of toilet paper and anything you've always got a yeah, toilet around mm. yeah right but uh, these guys have handbags though they've always got tissues yeah here. that's true hey mm. Sally you're on the air hey Maddie how you doing good what did you want to say about this. Look, I do it all the time. I work on a farm, so I'm dealing with dust. Mm. And, yeah, I just do it. It, it cleans the nostrils. You don't have time to carry stuff around. Yeah, I feel <laughs> you. I feel you, Sally. Well, then hairdressers should do it when they cut your hair because they're the ones apparently that have the most snot what? because yeah. they're dealing with yeah, hair all the time. See, so I'm maybe... outside. I'm mm. not inside. Mm. You know, there's places. There's time and places, people. But I don't think it's totally wrong for women to do it either. Mm, I agree. You don't do it inside on the carpet. It's it's, no. an outside, it's an on the grass thing. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, thank you for your call this morning, Sally, and changing the average slightly. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. You're quite offended by this, I don't Abby, like aren't snot. You? No, I'm really. I'm not a big booger fan. At all. I mean, I don't think anybody is. <laughs> it's well, not like people are really I'm, taking credit. My them. daughter is. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. I remember when we were. <laughs> I want to know if anyone has picked up in traffic, like if it's actually worked. Because I think, let's be honest, everyone's looked to the car next to you and gone, "Oh, they're a, they're they're a nice person." Uh huh. They're Would you attractive. Say that? They're attractive yeah. person. Eyes on the road, of course. Look at them singing their little hearts out of there. Yeah. They got passion. Yeah. I was, I was driving yesterday at Old Cleveland Road, and there was a truck next to me. And you know, and I don't know about you guys, but I just always feel quite nervous when there's a truck next to me. I feel yeah. like I want to get in front of it or behind it. Uh-huh. Just I don't know. It's just scary get... being beside something Isn't so it? large. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to sort of go a little bit f- further, but I noticed that it kept being in, in line with me yeah. and then I would stop at the stoplights and it was in the one next to me so it could go right up to the stoplights but it wouldn't it would leave space in front of it <laughs> and stop yes. and I thought wait a minute what's going on here because it's such a high truck I start getting nervous because I was wearing a dress and it's sort of it's a little bit caught up so I was like wait a minute I was having a purr was he well, I guess and then it went on for a while and he kept stopping right next to me and I thought nah bugger this so I decided took the to, dress off just to see I decided to put a Gave him the bird, but in between my legs. Right, yes, gotcha. That's nice <laughs> right. Gave him the game. Yeah. Oh, well, I... Just, what? Just, just to say, a, like, stop looking down stop there. Looking down there. Eyes on the road, champ. Like, it just... Like, Matt, he's, like, just there. Like that. Yeah, on her lap. Put the rest yeah, of the... Yeah, but imagine I'm a truck driver. If I am... Yeah, yeah. You get the message. Yeah. You get the message. He's right there. You might think and then something I wa- else and then, is going on. So then yeah. I, like, this at the stoplight, so I beeped down to have a look at him, yeah. and he was smiling. And I was uh, like, ah, uh, see, gotcha. Right. Yeah. 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 And I was thinking, I just want to know if it's actually worked for people to be able to pick up in, car- in trucks. That same thing has happened to me with truckies. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to drive a little four-cylinder, what looks like probably a 19-year-old hairdresser's and car. And you have better legs than me. And uh, I remember on Mogul Road once stalling it, trying to get up, trying to get up the, uh, the hill, uh-huh. uh, coming into Indro there. Yeah. And I stalled it, and this truck pulls up, and there's this young guy, window down. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 I think he thought, I think he was going to see a little hottie yeah. who was stalling it up the hill and saw me freaked out and just floored it. And he did it. see a little <laughs> hottie, am I right? No, but it, I was telling the story to Kaz, our producer, and I think it was her or a friend saying that she swapped numbers with a guy. Like, he apparently went out of the car and gave him his number. Uh-huh. And they end up going out for some time. Yeah, right. Really? Yeah. So pickups in traffic. I suppose you make the best of a bad situation when yeah. you're in a traffic jam, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. It's like that REM film clip. You'd get a lot of attention yeah. on the scooter. Yeah, but it's not that kind of attention. It's mainly giggles and guffaws. Has <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he got a carton between his legs? Yeah. What's he doing that? Is that loud? <laughs> I, why not just say yes? <laughs> then no one would question it. Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I want to know on 131060, has anyone picked up in traffic? Legally, of course. 
Well, not like picked up a car. No, you know, not, not like, like car you know, jack. Like, yeah, you hang out the window. You got to have all your arms and stuff inside the vehicle at all time. <laughs> Safety first with Abby Jane Coleman. <laughs> I mean, like made eye contact with someone and went, "Oh, we should both pull over and exchange numbers." Yeah. Apparently, it happens, and Showing I've never seen it. Did one of your friends rear-end someone in order to meet them? How's, yeah, how's bad is sure this? That I, should have. I know we've got calls and I'm going to get to them. I know I'll get in trouble. But how's this? We were at a wedding and the guy's next to me. I went to school with um, one of his friends. I said to him, how did you guys meet? And they both giggled. I said, what? And he goes, well, she was in front of me and I could see in the review of Mira, she was really cute. Bumped into her deliberately. Had to exchange numbers. Stand by. They've Let's got see kids what now and got. they all think it's funny. Trent uh, from Camp Hill... You picked Hi up guys. in traffic? Hi, guys. Yeah, I thought I picked up in traffic. Um, a few years ago, I was living in Sydney, driving down Parramatta Road with a mate. Yeah, it's a big one. And there's two girls in a car next to us. We were checking them out. They were checking us out. We get to a set of traffic lights, and one of the girls leans out and hands me a card, and my mate and I were beside ourselves. We thought, here we go, a couple of really hot girls. On the business card was the name of a business that cleaned car wheels. And as the girls drove away, they leaned out and was pointing at my old Triumph car saying, get your wheels clean, get your wheels clean. Oh, Devo. Oh. Oh. Close, but not quite. Devastation. Oh, friend. Uh, Susanna. Hi, guys. Hey. hey. What's happened to you? Um, I accidentally reversed into someone in traffic. Um... And uh, he, had a, he had a brand new Navarra and I rolled back and I bumped into him. So we kind of pulled over in the Turinga Hungry Jack's car park. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I wasn't paying attention. He's like, oh, no, I hit you. And it went back and forth. And he's like, oh, how about we just settle this over dinner then? Ooh, and he gave smooth. me his number. Wow. <laughs> and what did you do? Say sure and then not turn up? No, no, actually, we went out to dinner um, and we went out a few times and then he moved out of Brisbane, so oh. kind of just, yeah. <laughs> did, did the insurance ever get cleared up? Uh, there was nothing more of um, who reversed into who or anything after that. I think we're just a little oh. bit more taken with each other. Right. Oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah. No, I bumped into you. Yeah. No, I rolled into you. <laughs> and we'll roll into each other later. Tiana in Red Bank Plains, you, you picked up in traffic? Uh, well, I actually, um, I was with a friend, we were going on a road trip, and we were down the Gold Coast, and stuck in the worst traffic, and um, there was this guy behind us, and um, his mate got out of the car, walked over to my window, and just handed me a piece of paper with a number on it, he's like, give me a call, um, I think I texted him, but I don't think he texted me back, to be honest, but yeah, it's still an interesting experience. Yeah. Why go to all that effort, though, if you're not going to text back? Strange. Yeah, I know. And did he just have it written down, his number, just in case? Yeah. In a piece of paper in the car? He probably handed out to 15 girls in the traffic that day. Oh, don't make it not feel special. <laughs> what are you? What's wrong with you? We've got Brenton from Burpengary. Have you picked up in traffic? Oh, I have. Morning, guys. Hey. Morning. I, um, I actually met my, my wife um, during the 2011 uh, floods and the backed up traffic on the Bruce Highway. Oh, wow. Wow, only thing good to come of it. <laughs> well, well, we ended up getting married. So. Yeah. How did it, how <laughs> but, did it play uh, out? You were just beside well, each other. I, I was on my motorbike. Um, and it was pouring down rain, so I was probably sitting there for about fifteen minutes. And she was next to me, and she sort of waved me in and allowed me to sort of sit by in her car for a couple of hours and wait out the rain. So oh. numbers got exchanged, yeah. and yeah. Oh. Now, six years, seven years later, and there you go. going no, strong. No cheeky kiss or anything in the car at that that day. <laughs> no, no. Do you get nervous any time you hear she's stuck in traffic on the way to work? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Stab Abby and Matt's under the thumb. Under yeah, this is the test to find out who has the ultimate power, the control of the relationship. Who is the one with the thumb on top of the other? In such a loving way. <laughs> uh, joining us right now is Jared. Good morning, Jared. Morning, guys. Now, Jared, I believe that you want to go to the football game this Friday. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Desperate to go, would you say? Yeah, probably I'd use different words, but desperate's a good summation of it. 
Oh, okay, cool. Okay. I think he put right. a few expletives in there oh, is what he's right. saying. Oh, well, right. yeah. if that's the case, <laughs> yeah. those tickets are yours. I want you to go with a friend. I want you to go and enjoy it, okay? Excellent. That'd be great. JT and his possible last Suncorp yeah. appearance. One song for the yeah. ground. It's going to be um, historic. Yeah. It'll be, this will be the vision in 20 years' time that they play pre-Origins and stuff when they talk about him being an immortal. Like, mm. that's, how, that's how big this game is going to be. And you get to bore people in many years' to time going, oh, I went to that game. Oh, yeah, I'll be telling my kids and my grandkids and pretty much anyone who will listen to me. Perfect. Yep. Hey, Megan, your beautiful partner. Morning. Good morning. Are you happy for him to go to the game? He can't take you. He has to take someone else, but that's okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> are, you, are you guys married or just together? Just together. Okay. okay. And, and just, just together. <laughs> just. No major commitments there. Well... Megan, we also understand that you are a huge fan of the ginger ninja that goes by the name of Ed Sheeran. Oh, yes, I am in love. Oh. Yeah, he's going to be amazing. Did you miss out on tickets? Yeah, I did. I tried to buy them the other day and I, it was just sold out. Well, we have some tickets and we are going to give those tickets to you for being such a good partner and a beautiful fan. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. But if you take the Ed Sheeran tickets, Jared cannot go with you. And he also can't go to the game. Oh. So I'll this... give you at least four foot rubs, Meg. <laughs> you have four feet, four... Meg? <laughs> um... <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll let you guys chat it out. Yep. And see if you can come to some sort of arrangement. All right. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Oh, Darren. Um, yeah. you, know, you know I want to go. I know you do, but, I mean, Thurston... Please. <laughs> I'll, oh, make you... I'll make dinners. I'll do, I'll do laundry. You, you definitely owe me a puppy for this. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> Alrighty. All right, you can go. Oh, thanks, beautiful. For a puppy. Oh, Megan. Oh. He has to buy you a puppy. <laughs> that wow. sounds fair. <laughs> Very fair. I'd take a puppy over Ed Sheeran. No offense, Ed. I think you should get a red setter and call it Ed. <laughs> That is a wonderful idea. I can't tell who's under the thumb here because you would say Megan is because she let Jared take the tickets, but really Jared's under the thumb because you now have to give her a dog that you didn't want. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely feeling stitched up. Yeah. And don't forget about the foot rubs and the bed making and the dinner making. That's all included. No, yeah, of course. got to be a null. No way. <laughs> uh, it's good like a on business you. exchange, isn't yes. it, really? I'll do this, you do yeah. that. Uh, good on you guys, Jared. Enjoy the footy. Uh, we'll see you there on Friday night. Brilliant. Thank you so Thank much, Thank you guys. so much, guys. Thank uh, you. Good on you. Don't forget, live stream the 2018 NRL Trail Premiership on Fox League and get to your free two-week trial now at foxsports.com.au. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. This is ironic because I actually forgot what we were talking about. Oh, really? Because <laughs> the tongue lashing Stav and I copped at 5 o'clock this morning. Just, just repeat all of that. <laughs> How about that? We've got two beautiful producers who are female. Yes. So we're having a conversation with them and you guys in the meeting. Yeah, I said, three oh, hey. women versus two men. It was very unequal. And in didn't you room. guys get moody? And yep. I could just tell it was that time of the month because Maddie does get it more than me. And there has been talk that they're now going to go back on board trying to get the male contraceptive pill. Because it has been in discussions for some times. Mm. They did trials. And this is just for the ladies out there, okay? Ladies, get this. They did trials. But the guys found it made them too moody, moody to continue the study. <laughs> Bunch of dickheads. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious because what do they think the girl contraceptive does? Oh, no, we know. But I'm just saying it's, an, it's <laughs> not a nice thing to take. Yeah. Like, I stopped taking it because my skin broke out. I could never get the right one. I never felt like doing the deed, so what was the point taking it? Mm. And it actually just made me feel so angry all the time. And the girls out there were saying that they don't take it either for a lot of those reasons. Mm. And you've stopped taking it. I haven't taken it for um, six, seven years now. Fair enough. What are you trying to get at? You right there, Giggles? <laughs> the and main... you guys said that you would prefer to take the male contraceptive pill. I would pill. take a, I would I was take saying, a pill. I, I would don't take a pill. think you could handle it. No, no you, you no. also said that you didn't trust us to take it. No, that, that was the girls out there. I trust you because I know how much you guys would not want any more kids. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> if they said there was a male pill, mm. I would take a sheet yes, a day. You would be. <laughs> yes, I know you would. I would take it with breakfast, dinner, lunch. I take one before bed. 
you were saying that you just don't think the guys. She's, she's gonna have to come in. She's yeah. all right. Okay. This was this was the hurtful part. Okay. This was what hurt <laughs> our feelings. Yes. Uh, so I just said I wouldn't trust that you guys would take it. And yet we have to trust you with such an enormous responsibility, and we do so without blinking an eyelid. Even when I, certain women I've known in my life that I'm not actually in a relationship with have said to me, can you remind me when it's 12 o'clock because I have to take the pill? That was for one year, Stav. <laughs> <laughs> that was for one year, okay? I, I can... And I had a baby in that year, <laughs> so you were very unreliable. <laughs> I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you that men, if we had to take the pill, mm. we would do it. Because I, I even when I went through my single years, and I, I've now learned that this is not the case, mm. I used to think more was better, but apparently when you're dealing with latex, one is one is fine. One is fine. It does not work. The other one off. So I I even I even this is going to be embarrassing. When I first got with my wife, who'd already had a child at the time, and you thought, oh, she's fertile. Yes. I oh, I put three on once. Oh my god, oh my god. But I was paranoid. But do you know in they did a trial? Do you know all the guys pulled out of the trial? Yes, haha. They pulled no, out of no, the no, trial no. because it made their skin break out. Yeah. And low libido. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like taking the pill? No, I don't take the pill at all. Hmm. I don't do. Oh, you don't, don't do anything. I don't do anything. <laughs> I call it I do, No, you do, but just you don't <laughs> yeah. like to put because it's awful putting yeah, a chemical I in your body. I know it is, but I, I don't understand. So you guys hate the pill. Yes, you don't yeah. want to take it. Yep. they're doing a lot of research into it being for men. But you but wouldn't you, let us do it. You wouldn't let us do it. I just don't think you could do it. Like, you've got to take it at the same time every single day, and you have yeah. to take it every single day. And then when you're sick and, you know, if you go on antibiotics and all that, it completely voids it. I personally do not think that men can remember to take it every single day and remember to, you know, be careful when they're on antibiotics and then when they're vomiting, like, from being drunk and stuff. I don't think guys can do it. You'd just take it with smoke, wouldn't you? Oh. Chocolate milk, pie, pill. But how do you set the time? Is it like the first time you take one, that's yes. the time? Yes. Right. So it's, it's obviously it will last for 24 hours. Right. Do you know what I mean? right. I've got an idea, Stav. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's prove them wrong. Okay. Can you guys, I don't know, can you buy a whole heap of placebos? Just get yes. Tic Tacs. Just get Tic Tacs. Yes. No, I don't want it to be enjoyable. Yes. Get some sort of pill, <laughs> some sort of pill-shaped object. Yes. Okay. You and I uh-huh. will... Go through a month cycle yep. of taking the pill, honey. Uh-huh. You always do go through your cycle yeah. anyway. Yeah. For a month, and we'll we do to, it. Have to take a photo of us taking it at the right time and yes. stuff like that to make it. Yes, a, I yeah. reckon you'll fake it. No, how yeah. will you yeah. prove that you're doing it every day? Well, in a, a month after that, we'll have a tiny little mint that we have to carry around <laughs> with us. <laughs> go, go buy some placebos today. Okay, okay. We'll do it. Are you in? You in, yeah. Stav? Oh, I'm. Yes. I'm dying to do this. That's right. That's yeah. right. Stav. Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Brisbane restaurants have lost hundreds of dollars in trade through an elaborate scam by a group of Irish gypsies. They're accused of eating like kings in a number of venues and slipping glass in their meals so they don't have to pay a cent. Yes, I will admit, my obsession with this story has been a little unhealthy. <laughs> Look, we all like doing a little bit of detective work, and we were disgusted and felt sorry for a lot of the businesses here in Brisbane that have been scammed. A lot of them haven't come forward because they're even embarrassed by it, and yeah. a lot of individuals as well. Last year, there was a group of Irish tradies going around, well, pretending to be tradies, and ripped off people for thousands and thousands of Roofers, they pretend to be roofing guys, yes, fixing yeah. roofs. This, I guess, annoyed me so much because we were following it. The cops were coming out, hardline, yeah, we're going to catch them. They'll be brought to justice, da-da-da-da-da. And then we find out one day they all booked tickets to go to Hawaii hmm. and then just left. No one at Border Forces even stopped them because it was all too hard. Well, and we then they were, Well, we don't know. Matty, we are saying that. We don't, we don't know, know that. that. If someone hands over money to an individual... That is a anyway, transaction. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. that doesn't matter. Your opinion is we should have let them go. My opinion that's is. That's not our opinion. That's not We're our just opinion. saying you hey, don't know the ins not, and outs of the police. I don't give a op- shit. I don't care. <gasps> I don't care. Swearing. I don't care. Well, just let me say my piece. Okay. I'm not happy. I don't like it. He stole, they stole money from old men. They stole money from small businesses. We shouldn't have let them go. They should have been in trouble. The end. End of story. Do wrong. Get in trouble. That's how it works. That's what we teach our kids. So we tracked down... One of the scammers, who we think is the scammer, right? 
We linked it to a Facebook account. We got the number off a victim, linked it to a Facebook account, called him, spoke to him. Now, legally, we weren't allowed to play that audio on the radio. So, we found a loophole where if you don't get the person's permission to play his voice... Yes. ...you can simply do a dramatic reenactment, much like they do on Australia's Most Wanted. This is just a reenactment. I'm not even going to say dramatic. Okay. It's exactly like it's, it is. It's, it's, it is. A, it's a mildly dramatic reenactment of what occurred. Here we go. This is the phone call that we reenacted this morning. Uh, hello. Hello. Is that f- speaking? G'day, mate. It's um, Stav, Abby, and Matt. We're from. You're on the air. We're a Hit 105 radio show in Australia. All right. We've tracked down your number as possibly one of the uh, Irish uh, gypsies that we're getting around Australia. No, no. I, th- I think you've got the wrong number here, mate. Yeah, right. So, you do you un, um, have you been to Brisbane? Do you know what has been occurring in the news? I've been to Brisbane, but um, I don't know about this whole Jeppo thing that's happening. Yeah, no, there was um, there was these uh, guys and girls that were going around um, scamming restaurants. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, I think I heard about that, but it's ridiculous. Seen it on social media, same as what you heard. Is it pretty hard being, I guess, an Irish guy that's been to Brisbane and then people presuming it's you? It is. It's very hard when you're when you're tired of the one brush. I don't even know why you're calling me. I don't know how you got my details, but I know you got the wrong guy. Or you know, you know, I'm not one of these guys. I think this is a misunderstanding. Okay, the number we got, uh, we got it from someone who. What? Excuse me. This isn't the number. This is my Facebook. You're calling me from. We got it from somebody who has been in contact with these people, been scanned by them, and we put it in the number into Facebook. If you put a number into Facebook, if it's linked to an account, it will show up. Yeah, of course you will. Well, well, what number do you have? It ends in. F- no, that's the wrong number. My my number ends in. Well, we got it just from a roofing company in Facebook. Have you ever done any roofing work in Brisbane? Never did. Nope. Work on computers. I'm an IT expert. I was only I was only holiday in Brisbane visiting some family. I was actually born in Brisbane. What? So do you know the name of the hospital that you were born in? Um, oh, flip. What's it called again? It's um. I think it's actually closed now. Uh, it's a, there's a new hospital there, is there? You've got a beautiful Irish accent for being born in Australia. Yeah, well, I have lived in Ireland for most of my life. But my mum, she's from Australia, uh, but I'm, I'm back in Ireland now. I'm speaking to you from Ireland. Uh, I was I was only in Australia for, for uh, three weeks, so I don't know. I don't know how I've been connected to any of this crap that's been going on. Yeah, right. Were you holidaying with a group of friends, or is it was it just you? I was just with the missus and the kids, you know. Right, that's where it kind of went. It was all fine. We were just chatting to him, getting to know him, trying to work out some details. At this point, he turns, gets quite defensive. Yes. Now, the the reenactment isn't quite as heavy as the conversation got with him. He got quite angry. And this is how the conversation continued. Why are you asking me all these for? But, I obviously, what are you saying? Now, we're on radio. I want to tell you one thing, that you people are, like, actual lying about how you got my number because that ain't my number and I'm well you've probably had someone else to give you my number or my Facebook you haven't got my number you've just got my Facebook account you put a number into Facebook it comes up with the page that it's linked to a roofing company came up that is linked to a scam that took thousands of dollars off an elderly man and you are the only person who has liked that Facebook page so well I've only liked it so yes well it's called I've only liked it well well, sorry for liking a page or something like that. I liked on Facebook. You can't be judging the jury because of that. No, absolutely not. But I'm just trying to work out whether a guy in IT has liked a roofing company. Yeah, because I like the way they've done the job. Maybe I like the way I was doing the job. I, I don't know what, and it's happened. But what roofing job would you need done when you've been here just for a three-week holiday? I don't know. I probably... I can't remember liking this page, if I'm being honest with you. Photos on your Facebook page, we can see there in Dubai. Yes. Is the same person who is in photos with the ladies who've been photographed here in Brisbane. That's the other link that we made. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. That's that's a lie because um, cause I have no link to anyone else. Well, you've got a doppelganger out there then. Must do. Must do. It's not me. Um, I know one thing. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not connected to this. I haven't even met anyone in Australia. The other thing on your Facebook page is you've got photos of you in Brisbane last year. Ah, uh, yes, but that, that was last year. You see, uh, that was September last year. I was here for another three weeks. All right, cool. Right. Well, um... So what I'm saying to you is I'm no link from anybody from here. And your accusations of what you're saying, it's a lie. Yeah, right. We're out of time. Thank you for taking our call this morning. Um, and- Thank you. Have a- Thanks. Bye.
So you can see he wraps up a little upset there. Yeah. Mm. Now, as we said, we suspect he is. We can't 110% confirm. No. Um, that was the dramatic reenactment of their call. But 131060, we should open up the phones here. It's getting heated. Um, should we have let them go? Is the question we're going to ask. Should these people have been allowed to leave the country or should we have kept them there and uh, tried to lay charges? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, tomorrow we're going to play Alpha Bucks. It'll be the 16th of March. It'll be R&B Friday as well. Here's the letter to help you out. H. H. Does anyone actually know if it is supposed to be H or H? It's it's spelled like this. H-A-I-T-C-H-H. Then why did my English teacher always call it H? Because she was a snob. <laughs> so which is right? H. Huh. H-A-I-T-C-H. Hmm. H. If you are an English teacher and you want to weigh in. Yes, I'd love to know. And get Rolly Sussex on. He knows everything about the English language. Stav Abby Matt is the Facebook page to send a message. Stav Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. You'll save Alpha Bucks with Alpha Airport Parking. Alphaairportparking.com.au Stav Abby and Matt's. $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Yeah, this time every morning, 10000 bucks goes on the line. If it goes off today, we're going to play it again tomorrow. 10 Gs is life-changing money. Let's give it away right now. And Nikita in Jimboomba, you got to pay off a lot of bills. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, well, you know what? You'll be happy with whatever money, but 10 grand will be the dream. And you get all right, uh, 10 right, you get that money, okay? $50 for each correct answer. Just say pass if you can't think quickly. Okay. All right, Nikita, good luck. Your letter for today is G for good. Okay. Okay. Yep. Time to start when I finish the first question, which is, name an instrument. The pass. Name a takeaway place. Uh, pass. Name a craft item. Pass. Name a movie. Good Shepherd. Name a watch brand. Gucci. Name a singer. Pass. Name a hair colour. Gold. Name a occupation. Pass. Name a football player. Gordon Tallis. Did pretty well. $250. Oh. Oh, well done. That will pay some bills. Uh, for the ones oh. you passed on, name a takeaway place you could have had grilled, the grilled burgers, a craft oh, item, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, a craft item you could have had glitter or glue. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a singer, Gwen Stefani. And oh. for an occupation, could have had gardener, glass cleaner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it all comes to you when you're not. I know. <laughs> does, does. Yeah. Good work on The Good Shepherd, though. That's an uh, obscure little movie. Uh, there you go, $10,000. Back again oh. tomorrow morning at 8. You'll save Alpha Bucks with Alpha Airport Parking. Go to alphaairportparking.com.au. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Brisbane restaurants have lost hundreds of dollars in trade through an elaborate scam by a group of Irish gypsies. They're accused of eating like kings in a number of venues and slipping glass in their meals so they don't have to pay a cent. Uh, Get on our podcast after the show. You'll be able to hear the chat we had with who we suspect to be uh, one of the gypsies. Um, apparently, I'm being too mean to the police. I've been told. No, not not at no. No, my I'm bo- not... the boss rang and said, no, oh. "Just calm down, mate. What? Calm down." <laughs> I... <laughs> right. I just did. Yeah. Yeah. Probably clamping his car as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I just feel if anyone's broken the law, I think yeah. everyone will agree. No, no one deserves to get away with it. No. But I feel like if we have had the police go, please leave. They have their reasonings, which we are unaware of. True, but also... So maybe this is a bigger investigation that they're doing. If my grandfather had been fleeced of 30 grand by somebody yeah. and I found out that, oh, no, that's not important, there's something more important, I would be truly yes. deeply upset by that. They would, but 100%. if you found out that your grandfather had handed over money without having a contract and out having the work done... I, then, that, that, but that doesn't make it okay still. It doesn't. You know, a scam is a scam. I think my point here is that we don't actually know any of the details about why they were allowed to leave the country. 131060, the question is, should they have been allowed to leave? Ashley, you're on the air. There's no way they should have been allowed to leave. If we had gone over there and done this same thing, we'd be in jail by now, for sure. Yes. How is it acceptable, how is it acceptable that they can go, okay, I'm just going to leave, leave the country now, 
without any consequences. They haven't, you know, what are the authorities doing about it to protect the elderly We'd- people that have been... But Ashley, is it true that we don't actually know what they're doing and they might be chatting with the Irish um, police at this stage and trying to work out how they can actually charge them and at this stage don't feel they've got enough evidence to be able to charge them? Yes, they, we don't know the full backstory behind it. We're only getting told what the media is telling us now. Hmm. But what is the compensation for the elderly people that are out of pocket now? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we've been told by that guy who we only suspect, we don't know if he definitely is one of them, he's coming back to the country. Mm. He did say to us in uh, another phone call, he said he will be returning. Uh, Hannah, you're on, what do you think? Hi, um, I personally think that, you know, they should have got in trouble. They should have been stopped. Um, you know, like, the thing is, that gypsies get away with everything in Ireland. My partner's from Ireland. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he was telling me, like, some of the horrible things they do, like, you know, they just beat people if they say they don't share their potatoes or, you know, it's just ridiculous. They need to be stopped. Yeah. I think the thing that people forget about them, though, too, Hannah, and your husband probably agrees with me, they're incredibly intelligent with the law. Like, they know yeah. how to get around stuff and they know how to use the law in their favour as well. So, yeah, yeah the, it makes it really tricky. Irish, yeah, the Irish police are very corrupt. Like, my partner left Ireland three years ago because of how bad it was. Right. And then his PR in Queensland, like, in, in Australia, got declined, so he's had to move to New Zealand. So I'm working every day to save up to move over with him, mm. you know, and he wants to settle over there. And I, I read stuff, and I'm like, I don't really want to have children in, you know, Ireland. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. Of course, this is not all of Ireland that we're talking about. This is just a small section, like any country. Everyone's got their good, everyone's Can got their bad. please stress that? Because it is St. Paddy's Day on Saturday and my friends celebrate. They're Irish. I'll be <laughs> celebrating. I'll be having a Guinness. Uh, Mandy from Carindale yeah. joins us. What do you think, Mandy? Um, I can absolutely see your point, and it's, it's disgraceful if it's true that, th- that this is what's happened. Um, but I think that you're making judgments about whether or not the police have taken action without knowing the whole story. It's not necessarily a case of something being more important. It's just when when you charge someone, there are certain elements of the offence that you have to be able to prove before you can even bring it to court. And if you you don't have enough evidence, you have to wait until you do. Are you a lawyer? Um, Do you work for the police? I used to be a police officer, uh-huh. and uh, uh-huh. I've got police in my yeah. family. My husband's third-generation police officer. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, th- there's nothing more frustrating as a police officer when you know mm. someone's done something, but if you, can't, if you don't have enough evidence to prove it, you can't even get to court. So How much so do you I need, think, though? Matt, you're making assumptions... Well, unfortunately, that's that's the law. That's the way the, mm. the system operates. And remember, everyone's innocent um, pro- until proven guilty, so that's why you need... Well, not evidence. only that, you have to, as I say, you have to have every element. Elements are when a, a law is written. Mm. Um, when you charge someone, you have to be able to prove every single aspect of that, mm. virtually an answer to each word in the, the way that that charge is worded. I understand that, and but you've you got to... don't a- have it... Do you understand, like, as someone who, if you watch the news, right, and then you see the police on there, they're going, and look, I'm not having a go at the cops. I'm just saying, you know, you see, we're going to get them, they'll be brought to justice, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and then the end result is like, well, sorry to the old guy who lost the money, we had to just get rid of them because we can't lay charges, you'll never see that money again. Absolutely. And as a police officer, there is nothing more frustrating Mm. than having to let someone go that you know has done the wrong thing. Mm. It's happened to me, it's happened to every other police officer out there. And particularly in in cases like this where the victim's elderly, Mm -hmm. um, and it's even more frustrating if it's ended up being a a violent offence and you've got to let them go. Well, Mandy, wouldn't it be... It would be the case here too, wouldn't it, where they knew they were about to get done, so they go to to leave the country. The police don't have enough evidence to hold them here, so... Exactly. They have to let them go. Because if you think about it, Matty, how long is it going to take them to prove that that piece of glass that the gypsy had wasn't from that restaurant? That whole process would take about six months just to get that far in that one part of the case. Mandy, can I... Oh, absolutely, and... Criminal investigation shows are our worst enemy because yeah. they make it seem like you get DNA and fingerprints back in half an hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you it's don't? not the case. No, no, no. I know that. I know. <laughs> no, and our hardworking people at the John Tong Centre and our other forensic 
science services are up to their eyeballs in things that people want right now. Absolutely. You know? question? I just want to know, Mandy, would it, could it be considered that they are still tracking them now and we're oblivious to that? It could be. It could be. It's, it often, loads of people, not just um, this particular case, loads of people that are not citizens of Australia that commit offences here and then go home, it doesn't necessarily mean that that investigation's not still ongoing. Yeah, right. Mm. All right, well, we're going to take the stuff we have from today. We're going to pass that on to the police and see what they can do with that. Thanks for calling, Mandy. I appreciate no it. No worries. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Let's do a little bit of a study here in the studio. There's three of us, so perfect size for a study. Who would say that they <laughs> are in a happy, successful relationship? Say, I. I. Yeah, I think so. Whoa, dude. <laughs> well, no, uh, I can only speak for myself, and I'm very happy, yeah. and I love my life, my wife immensely. And so they would say three, we are. Yeah. Who made the first move in your relationship? <laughs> Take a guess. Cat made it in yours. Okay. We know that because you would have just stood there going, oh, she's talking to me. <laughs> was that next? That was too close to home? Yeah, it was an accurate representation yeah. of what happened yeah. here. Ah, uh, Esther <laughs> made the first move with us as well. And I made the first move. With Scotty, and research has proved that if you want to be in a successful relationship, girls are the ones that should make the first move. I can break that theory with one sentence. Yeah. All my previous relationships should have been as successful. Okay, so ah. you're, you're, yeah, you're probably a bit unusual then. But you'd be saying that, yeah. It's probably. But let me more rephrase you that. Let me rephrase this. Wait for this. I think I've ever made All the, first the times move. that you picked up a girl, did it end up in a relationship? No. So proving the fact. No, but what I'm saying is that's never happened. You never picked up a girl before? No, I've always been picked up. Okay, so let's just... Ooh, Casanova. That's one way to look at it. (laughs) That's the way I choose to look at it when I look in the mirror every day. You would have tried to ask a girl out before. Once, and she laughed and thought I was joking, so I quickly made a knock-knock joke and ran away. So there you go. I was in grade 10. (laughs) What was a knock-knock joke? Knock-knock, who's there? Not me. (laughs) (laughs) And that didn't get you? No. No, cool. Uh, But they're saying that if you... Like in the dating world, it's always that guys need to make the first move. Yeah. But it's proven if you want a successful relationship, it's actually the girl. Do you think it's because... When a guy approaches a girl, she goes, oh, yeah, maybe. But if she goes to the effort of singling out and doing the chasing, mm-hmm. she's like like breakups, right? Mm. When a woman breaks up with a man, he's always shocked by it because mentally she's been doing it for about six months. Mm-hmm. So in her mind, you've already thought out, oh, could I be married to him? He's attractive. He seems nice. You've already done, the girl's already done the problem you've, solving. You've ticked <laughs> off all the boxes, so yeah. that's why you probably connect a bit better. Yes, and they're also saying that guys often like the chase, mm-hmm. so they like to pick up girls, but don't see it as anything long-term. Yeah. So if a girl picks them up, all of a sudden it throws them off their game and mm. go, oh, wait a minute, this could actually be something. Hmm. Mm. There you go. I mean, the research was done by Babbel, and they're the ones where... Don't talk it down. Okay, cool. Don't, don't, don't talk this down. Babbel? Is it Babbel? They're the Spanish language. Oh, no, that's the other one. What Bumble. Is that? Bumble. The dating, dating app Bumble. Uh, why, isn't that good? I don't know. There'd yeah. be one out there called Babbel. Um, there is one sure. called Babbel, but it but teaches you foreign Spanish. languages. Yeah, yeah, I downloaded that. Remember, I was going to learn a language in six weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a crock. So, I, you know what? For our sakes, I hope that this study continues to be successful, because if one of us get divorced... Well, then it won't be. So yeah. that's what it all relies That's a reason in. to stay with yeah. our partners. And if I ever get divorced, women out there, please approach me because obviously <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to be approaching He's going to run out of knock-knock <laughs> jokes <laughs> pretty quick. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. To finish the show getting things off our chest, I've lived in Brisbane for quite some time now and I still miss turn-offs, even though I've gone that way all the time. Mr. Turnoff. I was just trying to go to the pharmacy and it was on Ipswich Road. Ended up on the motorway. You've got to go a long way. Even my son in the back goes, this is a very long tunnel, Mum. I said, do you enjoy it? He goes, no. I said, neither do I every time you've got to play a toll. You've got tolls. Guess what? Then you go there and then you've got to go back. Going back through the tunnel. Oh, no. Thanks. But no thanks. Ten years to become a local. Oh, well, there I am. It takes ten years, (laughs) doesn't it? That's the uh, old thing here. Hey, me. There's a small little connection in most humans that goes from their mouth to their brain. Uh-huh. And then a little person who operates in between and says, Nah, don't, nah, don't say that, don't do that. 
you don't have that. No, I don't. So my wife texted me and said, I'd prefer you didn't slag off the police either. <laughs> What's everyone so scared of? It's not like they enforce the law. Can ruin your life. <laughs> so my sincerest apologies to my wife. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Let's just have a bit of fun. Just have a bit of fun. Yeah. We got a break in at Oxley. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, the woman that gave me life, my mother. I love Anne. Just earlier, just earlier we were talking about how women make the first move in relationships Mm. and it makes it a more successful relationship. And I was going through the list of times that I have made the first move and it has been hugely unsuccessful. Then I get a text from my mum saying, don't forget the one that thought you were gay. (laughs) And I texted back to my mum. I'm still with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I texted back to my mum, thanks. And she texted back, but no thanks. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Rightio, there we go. We're done, guys. Uh, no reviews to read out today. Oh. No one's left any reviews. I thought you were teasing one through from the start. I, I rolled the dice yeah. thinking that there would be one there. Remember, one star or five star. Make sure you leave a comment. We will definitely read it out on the air. We've had a few coming in of recent times. Do you ever review anything? I don't review stuff. I've oh, got to review my builders and de- that did. did my deck. They asked me to put a I review I did on. a review mm. and I still get emails saying how many people have read my review yeah. and it's up to 4,500 people. Holy Molly, what yeah. was it for? Um, it was for um, an insurance company, right. uh, health insurance. Yeah, and it was a good, a, a good review? A terrible review. Oh, was it? And I even inserted the names of the people that helped me. And obviously so many people oh. read it that they go and then they delete it. So they put a request oh. in saying these names need to be deleted. I once, years ago, um, we were at Corumban Bird Sanctuary. I was in like oh. high school. And they had a review book where you used to write what your thing was like. And we were just idiot teenagers. And um, I, wrote, I wrote, it's boring. Um, and we just giggled, ha, ha, ha. And then we went back like an hour later to see if anyone had discovered this hugely successful joke that we put in. Yes. And someone had changed it to a roaring success. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they rubbed it out and rewritten yeah, it, or they, they done the scribble bit? Yeah, they yeah. changed the um, R to a, um, uh, the B to an R. Do you so know what I love is how quickly success. they came up with that. They'd probably go, here's another one. Let's go with the roaring success again. <laughs> you can't, I reckon the handwritten books anyway, like, you know, you go to a hotel yeah. or like an Airbnb and they yeah. go write, it, write about your experience. Mm. Wouldn't they just go in if there's a bad one? you just rip out a page, wouldn't you? Yeah. You go, Meh. I think they only leave it out when they know that it's good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, don't forget, leave a review of this podcast, please. Bye. Stab, Abby and Matt. Stab, Abby and Matt.